0: Welcome back to Coaches on the Beach. Today, we have a player changing to coach, coaching at her alma mater, Maddie Del Monte. It's great to have you on the show, Maddie. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited. We'll
1: start with uh, the first thing that I'll probably call you 45 to 50 times on the podcast because <laughs> I think it's the coolest nickname is Delmo. Um, yes. I'm pretty sure all I've heard for the better part of five and a half years is Delmo uh, from Beth or Eden Haas. You guys partnered for what felt like forever. I definitely recall numerous times seeing you and Eden and asking one of you, uh, aren't you guys out of eligibility now? (laughs) Um, And of course the answer was no, we actually have uh, two more years or another year. and uh, You racked up 90 wins. Uh, What got you into beach volleyball and eventually to Georgia State?
2: Yeah. um, Beach volleyball. So I'm from Virginia Beach. um, So I grew up at the beach. Beach volleyball was kind of just a fun like summertime activity for all the indoor players. Um, So I started playing when I was like 12, but I didn't start really playing until I was uh, I think 15. And actually going into my 15s year I broke my ankle playing indoor, and it was right at the end of May, and um, so I missed all of beach season, and I just remember being so angry and so upset about it that I kind of almost realized, like, oh, I like beach volleyball more than I like indoor volleyball. Um, yeah, so I just started playing. There wasn't a ton of beach volleyball in Virginia Beach at the time, for juniors at least, but I got connected with some Players up in Northern Virginia and North Carolina, and just started traveling a little more. And eventually, I don't know, I heard so many great things about Georgia State and about Beth. I met Beth one weekend and we talked. I saw campus and really liked Atlanta. So that's kind of how I came to Georgia State. When you
1: were in uh, Virginia Beach, right, there wasn't, I don't even know if there is, there's maybe one club in Virginia Beach right now. Um, Was there, what was the training like? Did you, you said North Carolina and Northern Virginia. So have you going up to, to Grit or uh, Dulles? Dulles was what it used to be called.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I had some some friends in Dulles um, or like affiliated with Dulles. The first one being Savannah seagrest who coaches down for – what is the boys team that she coaches for?
1: Just, yeah, Weber uh, International. Um, Weber. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. So she she actually was kind of the first person that started getting me into the – like deeper part of beach volleyball, like not just the playing for fun part and really in Virginia beach at the time there was maybe like one or two clubs going on, but I trained with um, a really small club called Enfuego. Enfuego Fuego. Nothing drops was the full name of the club.
1: Oh. And
2: it was two of my high school teammates. One was a libero and was a setter and they were sisters and their dad owned the club and ran the club. And they just really wanted like, they weren't doing it for any type of money. They just wanted like fun people to train with and get better and like compete with uh, during the year. And there was, let's see, there was us three and maybe like one or two other girls and then like four guys. And that's kind of, we had like two to three practices a week and we played on a guy's net we played with a bunch of like different volleyballs. Like we had indoor balls. We had like beach volleyballs that we had won or like just kind of like went down to the beach, threw a net up and like practiced for two hours, like two or three times a week. I played indoor all through high school until my senior year when I'd committed to Georgia State. I went full in with beach volleyball, which was super fun. I got to do it. Like I had a lot more free time only playing beach volleyball. I also used to swim, so I got to like put some more time into my high school swim team, which was really fun. Um, Like I got to actually compete in postseason, which normally like volleyball kind of takes over during swimming postseason. So it was just a lot more fun for me that year. And getting close with the beach club that we had was—I don't know—that was just super fun. And I think it's funny. Like if you walked by, you wouldn't really probably think anything of us, but we were—we were all pretty pretty solid players. So.
1: Yeah. So what was the transition like going from that to Georgia State, who at the time, I think had probably been to uh, the national tournament, maybe before you, you rolled in?
2: Yeah, they had been to, I think, two before I got there. And it was definitely a shock. Everyone in my club at home was very good but this was like a a new level and I wish I could go back then like I was so in awe like of so how good everybody was and I felt really bad for a while like the first <laughs> fall I like remember I got to the end of fall and I was like wow I'm really bad at volleyball I'm going to have to to figure this out um but I I was a full-time blocker and we had really great full-time blockers on our team at the time um, who were able to help me a lot and then I don't know just the the team culture there was so great so um, it was definitely a shock transitioning but it was so much fun like getting to play with the like really competitive group that we had that first year. Who,
1: who was your class that you guys kind of came in together? Who was the the Georgia State crew that really I mean, <laughs> set the tone for what the next five years are going to look like?
2: Oh yeah, that's good. Um, I like this question because every time I think about my last few years at Georgia State and we like us winning conference or going to the nationals, I was like, I'm always like, man, like I wish these people were here. Like they're the reason that we got here. So um, Georgia Johnson, Olivia Stasovich, um, Maddie Gordon, and Kate Novak—they were the junior class when I got there—and um, Georgia and Maddie Gordon were the two blockers that I really looked up to and helped me a lot. Like growing um and then live live in Eden like they're just so competitive and so funny like they just brought so much joy and but competitiveness to every practice so um, those are some people that that I really enjoyed um, working with but then the class that I came in with that was Kelly Dorn Becky Tresham and Bailey Hatchet and, and I and and that was a fun group too like we we all, Push each other a lot that freshman
0: year so yeah and you you said you came in with uh, feeling like you weren't quite up to par with your blocking in the fall but you must have figured it out somewhere because <laughs> come spring you're, you're competing at ones twos and threes you know you win uh all t- conference uh freshman team in the ccsa which was no slouch at the time So talk us through that experience. Was it, was it just how great we actually think Beth is, or was there something that clicked (laughs) in your head?
2: Yeah. So going in, believe it or not, I used to be a libero and indoor. I was, I grew late. I was very short all through high school. So my defense, like when I came in, I was mostly a split blocker in juniors, um, which I feel like a lot of people are but I was way more confident, like playing defense than I was blocking. And when I got there, Beth was like, yeah, you're gonna be a blocker. Like, we're not, you're not doing that. Um, And I think, uh, so KG was uh, our assistant coach my first year. And they, yeah, they taught me how to block basically. (laughs) I I don't know how else to say that. They really developed um, that part of my game for sure as well as um, the whole, like, strategy behind defense, which kind of became my, like, my thing, I guess. Like, I love trying to play mind games with the other team and, like, trying to trick them into doing something that I want them to do. And, like, I don't know, that was, like, my my niche, kind of. So, um, which I think I got from KG. She was very, like, KG is like a wizard. Like she could tell me, she'd be like, "All right, serve this girl line. She's gonna hit a high line. You're gonna dig it, and then you're gonna hit a cut shot." Like she could just narrate a play for you before it even happened, um, <laughs> which was just crazy. So they definitely like developed my game that year. And then I played with two different people. I, again, I played with Olivia Sasevich at the beginning of freshman year, and then switched to Eden halfway through. I would say they're both similar players. So that was super nice to just have like an older person that had some experience just playing in college. is just so different than playing in juniors. Um, But I do remember like Beth kind of instilling this no fear kind of thing in my head. Freshman year being like, there was a game, there was a fall tournament where she told me I had to hit every single ball. Like I was not allowed to shoot a ball and I got so frustrated because I'm hitting every ball out. And (laughs) but i'm just like i'm grateful for it because once we got to season like i had no fear like if i was out of system like i was going to get up and hit the ball like i didn't that that kind of helped me develop um into the like the no fear like who cares kind of player while while i was going but um yeah i don't i i think that the the teammates that i had and like the support that that our team like our team culture has is why we we were able to do well that year and we had three freshmen in the lineup that year too so that was fun like us all of us trying to figure out how to play playing in college at the same time
1: yeah and you had the gutsiest finish uh to a high level college match i think i've ever seen uh i still will talk about it with beth pretty regularly to this day ccsa conference tournament right you guys are <laughs> playing fau in the f- semis Oh yeah. Semis
2: or the, no, it was uh it
1: was the quarterfinals, I think. Yeah. Okay. Quarters you yeah. versus FAU. is the favorite. Duels tied 2 2. Maddie and Eden are going to a third. <laughs> and yeah. in the third set, they had a little lead, maybe 13 or 14, 13 or something like that. And Delmo gets yeah. served, passes a great ball, and you just see Eden turn, square up, and pass it over to the back corner on two and you can see beth if you watch the video right from the the stream that they had you can see beth in the chair go no 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 (laughs) and then run out to celebrate that victory it's one of my favorite gutsiest finishes to a to a game ever um do you still teach your team that or has that kind of (laughs) gone down the ladder Uh
2: oh that was an Eden Haw's signature. She, we called her that she played grandma volleyball, but she would, she would option. She would just do the weirdest, the weirder stuff. That was just smart. Like, but I do remember that play. And I, I think I, I pulled and I dug a line shot and I was like, I felt good. Like, I was like, she's going to set me, like, I had no idea she was going to option that ball. And I was like, I feel good. Like I'm going to put this ball away. And next thing I know she's optioning. And I'm like, Oh my gosh! Like, is this gonna work? Like, I, I, like, I have total faith in Eden, but in that moment, like, I was scared because I was so ready to hit that ball, and she options it. And I think the key on that one was that she did not eye check, <laughs> she did not look, and the other team did not see her look, so they knew they didn't think she was gonna option the ball. And sure enough, she just booped it to the back corner, and we were able to win that that game, which was. Yeah, that was also, I don't know if you're aware of this, Colin, but I did not win any third sets um, my freshman year.
0: <laughs> I was,
2: I I think we added it up and I was like one or maybe two for like 16 or something like that. Like I did not win third sets and that was the, third, the first third set that I had won. And Beth was like, I'll take all of the third set losses for that <laughs> third set win. Like... So that's when I learned how to win third sets, was that conference
1: (laughs) You gave yourself that many opportunities. I don't think you lost many more after that third set, if I had to guess. Um, I'm sure you can probably remember all the ones you did, (laughs) Um, much like I can remember all the times you beat us in three sets at whatever university (laughs) I was around at. You also had a pretty electric match uh, against TCU in the NCAA tournament. Um yeah. a couple years ago. What's what's like your best memory? What's the best playing sorry, we have to switch to playing memory now that you're gonna have yeah. a dual factor at <laughs> Georgia State.
2: Yeah. Um I always said that match we were just talking about my freshman year, um, until two years ago at the twenty twenty two nationals. Um which it was just funny. Like we were at conference and we won two really big matches against FAU and FIU at conference. To get us to nationals and each game we won i would just i would say like oh that's my favorite game now and it was like each time we played another game i was like oh that's my favorite um i think grand canyon was probably at the top for me which was um our first round match um in the 22 nationals yeah Yeah, did you were you the ones though We were in the twos Eden and I were yeah Eden and I were in the twos and um we were playing a um like a really really talented Grand Canyon team um and I like honestly it was just a blur like I I don't even remember that much from that game I remember their hurts their team being so scrappy and um us just like scrapping right back at them and it came down to third set and I think we won like 15 or maybe like 16 14 in the third um and I remember my our court and the and our fives court were going we're like neck and neck and we're trying to get the other one to finish before us like we were like come on somebody win before like we lose or before we have to keep playing and um Beth actually is funny she she thought that we had lost that game already she claims she was on court five and she heard that um I had taken a medical earlier and then the other team took a medical and she thought I took two medicals, which means you lose the game. <laughs> you take a, medical. <laughs> yeah, <you're wrong. laughs> So somebody had told her that I had taken another medical and then our fives ended up losing, um, really close also. And she was over there like talking to them like, man, it's been a great year, like, you know like kind of given that like that's that end of the year speech and all of a sudden the defender of that pair just takes off running to our court was like they're still playing they're still playing (laughs) um and like right when they got over we had won so it was really cool like that our team had like all finished and we were that close to, to still winning but um i think like that game going into that game like we had played Grand Canyon earlier in the season and we, after we finished them, we were like, we lost, I think four, one. And after we had finished, we were like, we want to play them again. Like that game was so close. And like, yeah, it was a four, one lose, but like, we were so, so close. And when we got that draw for nationals, everyone was so excited. We're like, yes, we get to play them again. And like, we got their number, like we know what to do. So, um, that was really exciting, and then also the other game that I think we said that after was the our TCU game earlier in the season. We also lost four one, and we were like, "Man, like I wish we could play them again." Like I feel like we would match, like we we just matched up well against both of them and came out short during season. So we got really lucky getting to play like two teams that we really wanted to play again um, at nationals. So,
1: yeah, Michael, did you pick up on the the Bethism right there? I did not. Uh, Delmo, when, when we interviewed Beth, um, she kept referring <laughs> to all of her recruiting success as very lucky. Yeah. Um, all, uh, of the, all of the good things that happened at Georgia State, you know, we just got really lucky with this. Michael lucky. and I are like, sounds like you're getting lucky pretty regularly A for it to be luck. Um, so I really appreciate that you're like, yeah, I guess we got lucky that we got to, got to play those teams again. <laughs>
2: Uh, to be fair, no. I don't think that I definitely don't think Beth gets lucky. I think she, <laughs> she earns everything that she gets for sure. But I do think we got lucky that year on, the, <laughs> on our on our draw. Like, I just remember our van ride home from conference, and we're just like, "Who are we? Like, where are we going to be ranked? Where's everybody else going to be ranked? Who will we get matched up with? Who's going to be the best?" And the two that we said were Grand Canyon and TCU, and those were the exact two that we got matched up with. So yeah. that was. That was crazy. But that was our, our school's first Nationals win. It was our first time that we actually beat Grand Canyon in, in our program history, which I didn't even realize until after. And <laughs> this is this is like some insider information. I knew that day was going to be good because <laughs> I woke up. I played Wordle that morning, and I okay. got Wordle in one guess. What was the word? It was Train. <laughs>
1: Oh, train. Okay, a natural yeah. first guess.
2: Yeah, But I so I remember I got it, and we were sitting on the bus, and I like my like heart dropped. I was like, guys, like, I just got Wordle on the first guess, and everyone was like, no, like nobody mess with her today. Like she's on fire. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that was what after the after the game, KG was there. She was our volunteer assistant. She was like, this is our first program win at nationals. This is our first time beating. Grand Canyon, like listing off all the things. And then I was like, and I got Wordle in one today. <laughs> like everyone went crazy. It was, it was so fun. But yeah, that was, that was probably, I, I really enjoyed the TCU game too. That was like a really, a really well-played match. But um, I think clinching Grand Canyon was probably my favorite of the, of the two that year.
1: Yeah. And that, that team had, uh, I guess both teams really was, kind of a transfer crazy uh year right so you guys were, yeah. had Yaz and Kayla who mm-hmm. did they wind up playing together uh but like two yeah. transfers from from yeah. school that you played what nine times a year for the better part yeah, of four so years much. Um,
2: yeah
1: what was that what was it like to kind of bring those people into the fold and then have this like electric moment and you've got players on a yeah. team that have been there since the start that didn't get to play because Kayla and Yaz were yeah. were taking the spot
2: Right, right. I think like both of both Kayla and Yasmin, they like they just fit in so well with our program. Like I said, we were very like we pride ourselves in being very competitive. Like everything at every moment is a competition. Like it could be, I don't know. I feel like we had a competition today. I I mean, we'll even keep like coaches' points sometimes. Like if we like if we on a side switch say something and like then they do it and it works, you're like. That's that's my point. <laughs> um, <laughs> that one's for me. But yeah, that one's me. Um but Kayla, yeah, Kayla and Yasmin just like they were so so competitive and just so bought in. And it was so fun having two players that had already played four years of collegiate beach volleyball come into our program. Um I don't know if you, yeah, Yasmin played four. She did two at a Juco and then two at Stetson. Um mm-hmm. and they like they work just as hard as everybody on our team so i think one like understanding that accepting the transfers onto the team like they have been there for four years like we don't like to show rank with different things so like even when freshmen come in we're not like they're equally like their voice is equally as heard as of their classmen like we encourage them to speak during team team meetings like if they have an idea of something like we love to steal ideas. Maybe <laughs> if you if you have a new drill, like we'll we'll steal the drill and we'll name it after the school that we stole it from. Like that is something that we like to do. So um and we always give credit, of course, but
1: that's gotta be a moment of honor. If I ever found out that there was a southeastern <laughs> drill at Georgia State, I'd be like, Oh
2: Yeah, let right. us know your best drill. Um it's funny, like we just we come up with so, like really silly stuff for, for drill names, but our favorite is to to I won't say steal, just use our resources from other other coaches, other players, like anything that they have. And people are welcome to steal our stuff as well and name it George State Drill or Panther's Drill or whatever. But that's funny um, you said that because but, yeah. I
0: did last year uh, oh, when no. we came out for <laughs> indoor. I got to sit and watch one of your guys's uh, individual practices and uh beth was putting on a ball control drill and so now we have beth's ball control uh, that we (laughs) throw out there every once in a while
2: hey as long as you give credit i think it's fair like anything's fair game in in beach volleyball but yeah those the transfers we also had chloe come in that year um and she played in the fives um and she had done four years of indoor but she had that like like game time like game experience um at the college level and like I think that that's just really valuable to have on a team and to help like push the other people to keep getting better. Um, but yeah, they, the transfers, we also had, we had a, I know Tyler, Tyler Lindgren. She was on our team too. She played four years of indoor, um, and yeah. hadn't really played a lot of beach and she was so, so much fun to have out at practice. Like she was getting better every day and like just the amount everything works when people buy into to what's going on so um when those transfers came in like they just added so much to our program yasmin like is a great vocal leader and she she came in and like i think that's really hard to come into a new team that's been together for however many years and like come in and and have that vocal leadership role but she was great at it and um kayla was just kayla is so funny like she's just She'll be out at practice and she'll one ball you and everyone boo's her. And then everyone says, she goes, every story needs a villain. <laughs> she just like slid right into with, with our, with our like competition and just stupid humor that everybody has. So yeah. um, they were, they were fun that year. And um, yeah. So that was, that was a good year.
0: I, I got, I got another question about your playing days. Mm-hmm. And you've mentioned it a yeah. couple times with your Wordle, you got the villain story, <laughs> but you guys have created a really, really good culture out there. And I just kind of yeah. want to know, like, what, what was your favorite culture moment from
2: your playing days? Ooh, I have some good ones. Okay. Um, I don't know what year it was, but, and I don't remember what conference we were in because we've been in so many conferences. Um, but it was at a conference tournament. And... Um, Oh gosh, now I have two. Okay, I have two different ones. The people, so as like at conference, you have your starting lineup and that's who's playing the whole time. And so there's six players that are not playing or however many on your team are not playing. Ten people are and the rest aren't. Our team is so, so good at, putting aside like personal feelings of not being in the lineup and helping the team warm up or just like putting the team first in any scenario. So we'll have players like who are not in the lineup who are back at the serving line ripping jump serves at us so that we're ready like when we get out on the on the court. And I think it would just be so easy for people to, to get out on the court and like not want to not want to warm up, not want to be apart, just want to like stand and watch and like cheer, you know, but they our, our team buys in so much to every single person has a role and a, like a, like an importance during game day um, and then we started doing a um, like if you're not on you are assigned to a pair and that is your pair for the whole weekend so when we like have team meetings or like partner meetings like your that other pair is with you the whole time and they're listening to you they're coming up with strategies with you they're like your biggest cheerleaders on the side of the court um they they just are there to do like whatever you need them to do and i just think that's that's really cool and like one of my favorite things when conference time comes like how like locked in everybody is on that um and we had a last year at sunbelt uh it was hot (laughs) and (laughs) i really needed some powerade and i was on i think it was a technical And our trainer told Amanda, Amanda Chambers, she was a freshman last year, She's a sophomore this year. She said, Amanda, Delmo needs some water or she needs some Powerade. And I have never seen someone run so quickly to go get me a Powerade. Like she took off and was back within like 10 seconds. Like it was wild (laughs) how quickly she got me my Powerade. And she didn't get a Powerade, she got Liquid ID because that's all they had. But still like impressive that she was able to get over there get me my what i needed and come back like it was just like full commitment they they had pyramids they did like pyramids on the side of the court because i said i needed some good cheerleaders like they just our team is just really good at at serving the team like in any way that they can
1: yeah i'd have been paralyzed when if i'd been asked to be <laughs> get power aid and i found only liquid <laughs> iv there would have been paralysis yeah. for for minutes yeah uh, so very, yeah. very good on her, for Amanda, for getting that. Um, yeah. You know, kind of piggybacking off of where Michael is, right, there's been this um, fun trend, I would say, of alums of Georgia State now kind of working their way into the program and <laughs> and being around to help. Uh, was this all part of the plan? Were you thinking, you know, t- Tiff's got to gotta get married and try this pro thing out, right? Were you – you were supposed to be the ga right so you you had already kind of planned on sticking around um yeah what was that conversation between you and beth when she goes hey do you want to stick around a little longer yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah that was fun i had no idea i was fully committed i was going to be the director of ops the ga whatever you want to call it um i was going to be taking some prerequisites for pt school uh just so I didn't finish all my somehow I couldn't finish all my classes in 5 years um <laughs> so I that was like what I was that was my my what I was going for and I remember multiple times before we got word that that tip was leaving um like for sure she, I remember her and Beth asking me like would you ever want to coach and my answer was always like I would coach at the college level but I don't really know if there was any opportunity for me to do that. So I just would like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna not like, I don't know. Like I wasn't that like, I was interested, but I wasn't like set on it. Um, and Beth actually called me. Um, I was, I was leaving a class I was taking this past summer and she called me and she tells me that, that Tiff has decided to play professionally and she's not coming back. And she was like, so I wanted to ask you something. And my like immediate thought is like, she's going to ask me who she thinks we should hire, like, what other coach we should to reach out to, to see if they're interested. And she was like, would you be interested at all? And I was like, Oh, that's just not where I thought you were going to go with that. Like, And she told me, she was like, this isn't going to be something that, like, unless it's a hard no, this isn't going to be something you can answer right now. Like, you need to think about it for sure, because it is going to be so, so different than what you were planning on this year being. And um, I want you to, like, you know, talk to your friends and your family about it and, like, see if it's, like... Th- sit on it for like a week like don't give me an answer right now so I told her that I was interested and that I would definitely think about it um and the first like the first person I called I called her like probably 30 seconds after was Eden to tell Eden about it um Eden and I are like like tied together at the hip like she's in Jacksonville so obviously not anymore but like she <laughs> was my person all like the whole time I was at college we played together and we roomed together and we. We're the same major, but also she's just like one of my best friends. So, um, I called her like as soon as I could to tell her about it. And I just knew like in that moment, like I still was going to think about it, but just how excited I was and like that she was like who I called to tell, like I kind of knew that I wanted to do it. Like that was kind of obvious to me, like in that moment, um, I then called my parents to (laughs) tell my parents after that. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely, it was not what was part of the plan, and I was, I it kind of changed my, honestly, my whole plan for the next two years, so um, that that was super fun, trying to figure all that out, but um, I don't know, I'm excited, like, I, I think that it's funny that I said I would want to coach at the college level, but didn't really feel like looking too closely into it, and um, I just got lucky, I guess, Colin. oh there it is
1: (laughs) yeah like i said it it changed your whole life plan right so uh, what is it about how how do we explain the crazy decision of changing your whole life for this thing tell me about what's so addictive about georgia state why Uh, there why stay you know yeah
2: yeah um well first of all I really like Atlanta and I was already planning on staying. I think it's a really, really fun city. Um, I people always ask me why, like I wanted to go to the city. And I grew up I grew up at the beach. So like it's kind of the opposite of of the beach. But um I just love like the diversity of the city. There's so many things to do, so much good food, different cultures, like all of that is just really, really appealing. Um and I feel like that was something like that an 18 year old doesn't normally think about um but i also talked with my sister a lot during recruiting and um she's 6 years older than me and she always said that she wished she went to school like did her undergrad in a city and she's like lived in richmond and dc ever like ever since she graduated but i just remember her saying that and like she just influences all of my decisions so um that's like one of the main reasons i I like Georgia State, but um Beth is also a, a huge other reason like she when you come in on her team, she's like a second mother to you like she she doesn't just care about your volleyball, like she cares about your social life and she cares about your academics and like she always says we don't want you to peak in college like if we if you peaked in college like I failed you like you this is like temporary, and this is to get you to the rest of your life so um she just is so good at like developing the players and to really awesome young women. And I think she said on, when she was on the podcast with you guys that she wants all of us to be at each other's weddings or at each other's wedding, which I think is funny because like, I can't imagine nothing at like some of my teammates weddings. Um, And um, so she succeeded for sure there um but just having her as like a mentor through all of it gave me a lot of confidence that like I could do like I could change my whole life plan for the next 2 years now obviously I was still going to be in the city but like I had a lot more confidence that she can tr- like train me well enough um and like give me enough confidence in what I'm doing to like actually do it well I'm a perfectionist and I like hate to fail so Um, that was the first thing she told me. She was like, you're, you're going to fail and it's going to be okay. Like, we'll figure it out, but like, don't, like, don't be afraid to fail. Like it'll, it'll be fine. But, um, yeah, she's been great. Also Tiff is our, like, um, what do you call that? When you like, like, I call Tiff all the time and ask her questions. I'm like, how do you do this? And she tells me, she actually left me a word document Uh, behind that said instructions for delmo and it has like each category that i could like possibly have a question for and it's like half a page of like bullet points on information of how to do stuff um and then like volleyball wise um i just again like the culture here like i i wasn't worried like coming onto the team or being a coach just after being a player just because our team is like very mature and Um, I think it was definitely going to be weird for both of us, like on my end and on their end, like, it's not a normal thing to go from being a teammate to now being a coach for you, but everyone's very mature and I, and I think respectful and, um, I didn't have any concerns about that side of it. Um, but yeah, I, I just love like getting to coach at that high of a level. I think it's really fun to, um to do that, like have
1: the opportunity to do that. Yeah. And now you get to, you kind of get to go along with it with, or go through it, I guess, with Chloe, um, right? Yeah. Chris <laughs> is, is hanging around and, and helping you guys out a little bit. So that's going to help. You get to talk to Tiff. What's been the crazy, not the craziest, that's not the right way to word it, but what's been the adjustment period if you were going to go through it all again, right? I know it's only been mm-hmm. a couple of months, But if you were going to restart season over and know what you know now, what would you do?
2: I would try to uh, stress less. I would say I, like I said, I like, am a perfectionist. And I was telling um, my, I was, I don't even know who I was telling. Probably everyone, probably Beth, my roommates, uh, Chloe, like all the people. I was like, we're going, we're driving to Gulf Shores. And I'm like, I'm so scared. We're gonna show up in Gulf Shores, and the hotel that I called is just not gonna be there. Like we're gonna show up, and there's gonna be nothing there. And like you just, I that stuff like that worry, like the the irrational worry that like food's not gonna show up or like something like that. Like that, I I would try to worry less, I guess, as I would say. I've called food that first week. I called the hotel and the food so so many times because I was terrified that like people weren't going to have food or a place to sleep that night. <laughs> um, but other than that, like, I think that um, on the like business side of things, I'm pretty organized and um, time managed well. I love to do lists and all of that. So that side of it has been um, not as crazy as I thought. Um, but I would say coach on the coaching side, I would probably tell myself to not be afraid to like actually give coaching advice in practice (laughs) the first few weeks like was definitely weird like trying to tell some of my friends like hey like you need to you know finish your set or like like things that I think they know but then I'm like wait that's now my job to tell them like we're not like we're still friends but like we're not (laughs) This is what I'm supposed to do. I'm not, you know, supposed to just encourage you and all that. But um I've gotten I've definitely I can I still can still grow more with that, but I've definitely gotten better with the actually giving feedback um to people, not being scared that they're gonna think I'm wrong or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But... They've they've all been very, they've been very responsive and very like every time I do, like I finally say something, like I'll think about it for a while and then I'll say it and they're like, Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And they'll do it and they're like, Oh, that that worked. Like, and I'm like, Oh, okay. So like I should be saying these
0: things. Yeah. I I, I really like hearing your perspective about this because like you were a great player and I'm sure you had a lot of other girls that were coming up in the beach volleyball scene watching you. You you were kind of a, a vision of what they wanted to be. And then you switched to this coaching side and like where we're at in the college game, I'm talking to a couple of our players about coming into coaching. And so mm-hmm. a lot of them are probably going to look at you a little bit and be like, yeah. how is she adjusting to that lifestyle? And you're, you're going to be a mentor for future coaches <laughs> of the of women's beach volleyball. And I, I think it's so cool because you're living it out within these first five months that you've been there and it's really cool to hear your perspective early on and we'll see how it grows and how it changes and then yeah. I, I really look forward to like maybe having this conversation again in a year and then you giving your yeah. advice back again of hey if i was coming into this new like this is what i would want to tell somebody doing this role with me so i i think yeah. your perspective is like so cool to hear and i i think how you're handling the situation and how you're growing from this coming into the coaching scene. Obviously you've been set up really, really well, but you're also very mature yourself. You're, you're, Mm -hmm. you're able to uh, talk about the game. You're able to coach your former teammates at a high level.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Thank you.
1: (laughs) And for what it's worth, uh, no matter how much you stress or how many times you call, there will be a day when somebody will not have your order. Uh, I, it's just you can call nine times. You can call thirty minutes on your way into the restaurant, All <laughs> right? And oh yeah. Inevitably, I knew that. Yeah. Inevitably, some restaurant will have forgotten um, your order. But, Maddie, uh, what's next for Georgia State Beach Volleyball? What are you What are you looking forward to? What's What's on the docket for these Sandy Panthers?
2: Well, right now I'm just like, I am like in awe of how like coachable some of our players are. Like i can just tell them something and they'll do it and it's like that was really easy like like i didn't have to explain like some people you can just tell them and they're like okay got it and they go and do it and you're like well that like you just made my job look so easy like um so i'm excited like the the talent that we have um we have uh let's see three new freshmen and a transfer and like a lot of our girls worked really hard this summer, so um, we have just, like, a lot of talent, and I'm excited to keep, like, trying new pairs and putting them together and seeing what works best. Like, it's kind of, like, a puzzle. Like, I I don't know. It's fun to – Beth has these magnets on the board with everybody's face on them, and we, like, move them around and talk about different pairings and, like, things like that. It just makes it easier to see people, and um, – that's like my favorite part about Monday after a a weekend is going into the office and moving all the magnets around trying to come up with a different lineup each week or I don't know, just different, different things. So um, I'm excited for that part, like getting closer to, to season. Um, And then um, just like watching, especially like our freshmen that have come in, like watching them grow, like it kind of, like it just reminds me of like freshman year and like coming in and, like everyone it's a totally different game and like some of them really like defense and like stuff like that and it just like i don't know it's it's gonna be cool to see it from from my perspective now um after i've gone going through it and then finding like what each person you know likes to like what they like to some people like to side out some people like to serve like what their 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 thing is as their partnership and, and watching that develop um i'm really excited but there's so many, like so many good pairings. Like I don't, we're gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have to do some some fun magnet magnet working on that day. <laughs> so,
0: believe it. Well, Maddie, we we do have one question that we always ask at the end of each podcast, and it's, uh, what would you like to see next from beach volleyball, collegiate beach volleyball? And I think you have a very interesting perspective just coming out of playing wise. So. I want to throw that question out to
2: you. I think for college beach volleyball there, I know we have like the top 20 rankings and everything I go through. Um, My favorite thing is watching like the teams that are like, right, like scraped, like right at the bottom of the top 20, like coming in and like challenging some of the top 20 teams. Cause like, there are no easy matches at the college level these days. Like, there are no teams to underestimate. And that's like one of my favorite things riding home on the weekends from tournaments is like seeing who upset who and like talking about it with everyone, looking at what pairs won, which pairs lost. Um, So, and I think that's just going to continue to grow, like as more programs start up um, and just like continue to grow and develop. And with all the new conferences and automatic bids and like all of that, like, I think it's just going to make everything more competitive um so that's like probably what I want to see most is like just the growth and like new programs and how they can like get their first top 20 win or like anything like that is just really exciting to to watch I think um and also like I used to coach a juniors club in um in Virginia Beach like uh, during the summer just like a summer job and a lot of those players are in college now, so I am really excited to um coach against them or like see them play and see how how they get better um so yeah, that's I guess kind of like the growth of the of the sport I think is what I'm excited to see. no,
1: that's yeah, crazy. wait till they start coaching college uh <laughs> I, I had savannah I had savannah Segrist over at at Oregon for a short period yeah. Uh and now she's, you know, running the Weber International Men's Program. I'm like, Well shoot, you're gonna be taking my job yeah. soon. This is getting this is getting a little scary.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, it is it is crazy. The I feel like so not like obviously not old, but like just grown up. <laughs> <laughs> I come home at five and I'm like or if I get home at five that's a good day. But like I get home and I'm like I have nothing to do until bedtime. Like I'm going to find some hobbies, like some other things to do outside of beach volleyball and work. Like, So that's been, that's been interesting as an adult.
0: (laughs) Well, Maddie, it's been great having you on. Um, I love to hear your perspective of it. Can't wait to see you guys and play you guys this upcoming season. Um, So good luck to you. And uh, we will, we'll see you soon. We'll see you at the fall
2: championship.
1: Thanks, Delmo. I'll see you in less than 12 hours. Um,
2: Yeah, great. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, guys. Bye.